where the magic happens. Hey, hi, I'm Angela. I'm a psychic medium and um, I got a lot of fairy activity. I'm missing my AirPods again. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. And things are falling all around. <laughs> things fall apart. The blood dim tide. Um, my name is Ryan Singer. Thank you for listening. I am a stand-up comedian, um, a paranormal investigator, writer, um, published author. We're both published authors. We're both published um, authors. I'm a self-published author. Um, I am too. I self-published a bestseller. You can self I'm a bestseller. I've self-published. So, yeah, oh, okay, but you're also published. You're published and self-published. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you're, you're much more published than I am. <laughs> it's not a competition, right? Well, no, I'm not, it's not a competition, a competition, but I'm, I'm just making sure that people understand that you are a very accomplished author. Oh, quite, yes. That's what you. I'm trying to uh, yeah. you know, make sure people understand. And also, um, considering I'm a stand-up comedian, I think we should start off with this. Uh, exaggeration is um, my favorite form of comedic effect. And last week, if you listened to the conversation um, or the episode, you know that we were talking about the difference, how I was musing about like the differences between a serial killer and a chef. If you found a kid torturing an animal in the woods when they were a kid, they, everybody was really worried about them growing up to be a serial killer unless there was a pot of boiling water where they were going to cook that animal. Then they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, look, it's a future chef. We should encourage them. Um, <laughs> I just want everyone to know, because there are chefs who listen to this program. I don't think if you're a chef, you're a serial killer. Um, you know, there's obviously a big difference between, yeah. um, you know, preparing food for sustenance and killing people for a psychotic reason or a compulsion mm-hmm. of some kind. So, um, yes. but you know what I was also thinking about? Like, if people are born sociopaths, which is what we're told, Right. They, yeah. And they can't feel human emotions or understand these human emotions or empathy and things like that. And if you really think about all of the laws in our society, you can really track them back to some kind of moral basis, right? They have like some yeah. kind of foundation in morality, right? Whether it's a universal morality or blah, blah, blah. So if these people can't understand the feelings that stem from this universal moral law, you can't really hold them accountable for any of the shit they do. Like they're living in a different world, but they're living in a different world altogether that relies on their found the foundation of their world is completely, or the foundation of our world is completely void of what a sociopath's world is like. What I'm saying is it's not like they can't be taught right and wrong. wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't resonate with them deeply in an emotional way. Do you know how many people I have fantasized about killing? Like maybe three. <laughs> and that's probably average. And those were at different times in my life. But that being said, I might have taken pleasure in the killings. We'll never know because I'll never kill anybody, especially if this is used in a court against me for some reason someday. Um, but I think everybody at some point, I'm, I can already feel like a bunch of water signs pushing back. I never wanted to kill anybody. Okay, fine. Great for you. Well, I'm, I'm a water sign and I already know that I'm capable of killing someone right now. Like I, there's nothing I'm not capable of doing given the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand I am that. poised to kill at all times. I'm ready to strike. <laughs> we walked over to my cousin's the other night. I keep making food and drinks. I mean, I'm drinking that sounds well. like a lifestyle choice, the way you said it. It is. I am poised totally, to kill at right all now. times. We walked two blocks to my cousin's house and something big, we saw an armadillo, which um, when I first day of fifth grade, I caught an armadillo and I'll never forget its stinky little body. It smells kind of like an unwashed baby, like a baby human, which you shouldn't know what an unwashed baby smells like. People should wash their babies. Um, but 
we saw an armadillo and I hadn't seen one in forever. And it was super cute. And then on the walk back, something huge was in the woods. And I got between my mom, uh, between it and my mom. And I was like, I'll fucking go right for the eyes. And I think I seriously wanted to fight something. But I think that that's relatable right now because we're all cooped up. We kind of all want to fight a monster, right? Yeah, I think we're going through all these different phases of what it means to be like, feel feel confined or and in, in, in the big scheme of things, we'll look back in 10 years. I truly believe we'll look back in 10 years at the snapshot in time that hopefully is um, short, not extremely long. And we'll be like, wow, we kind of really lost it there for a second. You know what I mean? And like, we'll look back and laugh at certain things. Right. But, um, yeah. but I also want to say that I'm, I think I have always been a lot less sympathetic at least towards serial killers than you have. And I'm trying I'm only to sympathetic to Bundy. Well, I'm trying to change Only Bundy. That. Well, I'm tr- basically what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to change my stance um, and trying to understand like this, especially the sociopathic element of it, right? So I'm trying to like change my stance about um, I should have sympathy for all people, uh, regardless Meh. of people who have been through awful, horrible things. I should have sympathy for all those people. So um, and maybe even empathy. How dare we say that? Oh, but yeah, so chefs are not, I, so if you're a chef out there, thank you for preparing and helping and creating art with Especially flavor. if you're a vegan chef. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, just wanted to make sure uh, we all knew that. But on the other side of that, any chef will tell you that most chefs are fucking crazy. That's just, anybody who's worked in a restaurant knows what I'm talking about. Then anybody who went to chef school is like, oh yeah, it's a lot of ego. It's a lot of weird ego. My first husband worked on some reality shows for chefs and um, Yeah. And one of my really close friends in LA is a casting director for these shows. And yep, chefs have big personalities, a lot of ego there. Um, I did figure out why, I think I did figure out, just to put a bow on this, I figured out why serial killers- You love putting bows on things. I do. I I think I figured out why- I just picture you braiding your hair, put a little bow bow here, a bow there, (laughs) everywhere a bow bow. Um, Your roommates are like, God, all these bows, what is this? All these bows. I mean, I like to drop bows on people. Um, if you're a patron, you saw me just drop a bow. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I understand why serial killers want to go back and, ad- and admire their work as well. They want to see, because think Good about chefs. this. When is the last time anyone has blown their nose and not looked inside the tissue to see what they created? When's the Ew. last time you took a poop and you didn't uh-huh, want to look, look in the toilet I and only... see this art, this thing that you have created Always and birthed the into poop, the world, right? Sorry. So much Sorry. like everyone wants to look at the poop they drop into the bowl. We're animals. Serial We're killers want to look at are, what they've yeah. created. We love seeing the things we've brought into this world, whether it's chaos or poop or boogers or whatever else. So we're all the same is basically what i'm saying and this this tie binds us all together whether it's ted bundy or me or you or Mm -hmm. mother Teresa. uh she was a horrible person ryan she was a horrible person she definitely had some big dick energy needs to stop um yeah she did she uh, was power hungry hey can you tell speaking of creations i cut my hair oh um well it's okay Look, unless I you're a patron, unless you're a patron, you can't see uh, what Angela is referencing. Yeah, um, I got looks drunk like and did it. Looks like you trimmed your hair. Is that a better mm-hmm. way to say it? Yeah, trimmed it. My hair is probably longer than it's ever been. It's Ooh. in a ponytail right now, but you can't see it. But uh, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm just gonna see. Go, how long this yeah, goes. be a fucking caveman. I haven't. I don't know the last time I put underwear on. No idea. What's the point? My mom sees my butt all the time because I wear a sundress, no underwear. She doesn't care. Well, she I mean, loves me so your much. Your butt came it's out disgusting. of her. I mean, she it's she made true. your butt. 
She will she be so mad if you guys know. I told this story, but one time she was holding me <laughs> when I was a baby. We were at South of the Border. You know South of the Border, Ryan, right? I, In South no, Carolina. I have no, I have no idea. Oh, um, they have all these billboards. Keep screaming, kids. They'll stop. And there's kind of nothing there. Like we have lots of pictures of us on um, weird little donkeys and ceramic or cement things. I, mean, I don't know what else is there. You could buy fireworks. But um, they had stopped there when I was a baby on their way to Florida. And I started crying. She was eating a piece of pecan pie and she moved me to her other arm and she had some pie on her finger and she ate it. It was my leaking diaper. And she regrets telling me that story so much because I tell everybody. I mean, me talking about like wanting to see the poop that you make is one thing. Mm -hmm. You discussing this is when i was a teenager i, I, I made I, her a really, shirt i cringed i cringed did you see yeah. my face when you said that, that yeah like i did when i was a teenager of... i made her a shirt that said i ate my daughter's poop and all i got was this lousy t-shirt she was like <laughs> i'm so mad that you would make this i never saw the shirt again she threw it away i wonder if we took a poll of parents i bet the percentage <laughs> is really high how many parents have accidentally consumed the deuce yeah um i think the percentage is probably if i had to guess it's probably really high I agree. Also, you guys, just to circle back to something that we put a bow on, um, you don't have to be love and light. You got a dark side and you should be dark. Fantasize about killing things. Just don't kill them. You know, not, I shouldn't say things, monsters in the woods, an ax. It's fine. Visit your shadow, hang out with them. That's your, that, that's also the thing that will protect you. If a monster does come out of the woods, you know, don't, don't try to push it down into the pit. Um, but also today we're going to talk about fairies and I'm super excited because I have a lot of crazy fucking shit to touch on. Okay. So well, well, hopefully we well, segue. Yeah, we, we, we can segue. Well, poop? I wanted to talk about this video, this crows video, but oh, uh, we yeah. can talk about that later because obviously we can't show the video, but um, it is unfucking believable. It's a really crows cool video. It would be like, it would be porn for you if I, if you saw this video. Um, Damn. And I'm actually wearing my Dead Crow Comedy Club t-shirt. Oh. Uh, this is a comedy club in Wilmington, around. North Carolina. Uh, it's a really cool comedy club down there. Um, Maybe in secrets we'll watch it with everyone. We'll all gear it up at the same time and watch it. Or what do you mean right? in secrets? That'd be cool. In secrets, you and but I no, can No, that's audio. I mean, they can't else... see the video. No, I know. But I mean, they, we can post the link in there and we can all watch it together. Do you know what I mean? Were they? Oh, yeah. I'll have to link? see if I can find the link. It was sent to me by my friend Claudia Ackley, who... Um, used to live in like Arrowhead and had a Bigfoot sighting. She sent me this video. It's in a parking Ooh. lot. It's in a parking lot in Texas. And uh -huh. there literally are probably. Oh, I've seen this like, already. You've seen that one yeah. with like 200,000 crows or whatever it is. Yeah, it is it's common. Cool That's when they, they do that. They just fly around together and land. Yeah. But I've never seen a cluster really cool. this big. It's really well, cool. It's like Did a Walmart hear, parking lot. Yeah, it's a Walmart parking lot. Did you hear the woman at the end of the video? The last thing she said in the video. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh-huh, but I don't remember. It's I watched so it a while funny. Ago. It's so cute and funny. She just ends the video What'd going, I've never seen so many birds. <laughs> and it's just, and then the video ends. Okay. I've never seen so many birds. And then it just cuts <laughs> off. And you're like, oh. Yeah, and not afraid. She, she don't came around from being like, oh, my God, I need to go to a car wash. I need to get my car washed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe if I honk, I'll get rid of them. Honk, honk, honk. And then at the end, she's like, huh. I've never seen so many birds. Like she finally just <laughs> gave in to the beauty. Takes the time of, to stop all and the smell crows. the crows. Yes, so cool. I love okay. it. This also reminded me of Schitt's Creek, um, the crow movie. Did you watch Schitt's Creek? God, it's so good. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. The television show? 
Yeah, it's amazing. In fact, I should start rewatching it. I just rewatched Succession. I told you that. Um, and then I watched Dead to Me. I'm just out of good shows. Again. I'm halfway it's through fine. season two of Dead to Me. Well, you need to watch um, Absentia, which is an incredible show on Amazon Prime by uh, it's uh, Stana. What's her? Her name is Stana Katia. Or, anyway, it's she's this badass FBI agent who tracks who the premise of the show is she goes missing hunting a serial killer for the FBI. Ooh, that's wait, the premise what, of the what show. is it on streaming it's on Twitter? amazon prime it's on i'll prime. get it I'll it's called it absentia it's really good season three just came out and i already finished it it's really good anyway okay to... so, let's, okay, we, so... We, let's transition into this um fey to, to the fey because yeah so okay um you guys all know i have this pet squirrel penny um who showed up when Dolly, my dog, passed away, I stayed in bed for basically two days. I was, I was like obliterated. I was exhausted. And you know, like it's, you go, you process something when you lose somebody you love. And I was just in pajamas for 48 hours. And my mom comes in the house and she's like, there's this squirrel out here. And I go out and it really felt like Penny was just like, hey, finally, and jumped all over me, ate peanuts. She has this one perfectly round hole in her ear. And um, one of the neighbors said she thinks someone shot her with a BB gun. Oh, it's like, did she have a gauged <sighs> earring? It, yeah, that's what it looks like she had. It, it's bizarre. Um, and we, we talk all the time, like, what could this hole be? But um, so Penny has come around. She climbs all over me. She, anybody's listened, like, I just went through the weird childhood memory of the worst thing that ever happened to me that haunted me. And uh, Penny had a thing that showed me what was really going on. I saw her when I journeyed for someone's past life recently. Um, she's a very magical creature. And I know that she is a blessing. Um, and it's funny because she'll take her peanuts from me and she'll cross the fucking street to bury them. And she gets so mad at me because I walk to watch her to make sure a car but she looks both ways before she crosses but i'm also i'm just a very i'm a hover mom i'm a hover you're a helicopter mom. hover mom. helicopter that's yep yeah yeah she's so, hiding those that's her that's i know her stash, and i'm watching her, her cash yeah i know i know and and it's funny because i just worry about her but then the one day we finally get the squirrel house hung in the tree like way up it has to be at least 10 feet off the ground it's really in there because hurricane season's coming and she needs a safe place to go um, the very next day, all these mushrooms, and I'm going to post videos and photos to our, our Patreon, um, just cause this is some weird stuff. I don't need everybody to see it. Um, all around the tree, it's July in Florida, all these giant mushrooms grew, no joke overnight. Mushrooms can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Was but it from I her was poop? Just... Was it from her pooping out? <laughs> this the is from my poop. Eating? It was my poop. From her eating no. the food in the squirrel house? She doesn't house? shit where she sleeps, Ryan. My girl is classy. Well, it's I on the ground, some, obviously, like, right? The mushrooms didn't grow squirrel. inside the She does actually house. poop around her house. I've, she's almost pooped on me in that tree. Um, no, the mushrooms grew all around the tree. It was really strange. And the sun hits this space as it moves. So the, it's not like it's always in shadow. It was very strange. So um, I also, I was taking video. I was taking photos of her. And I noticed, remember Lauren, um, our friend Lauren, who was on Indiegogo Girls, whatever episode, episode Indiegogo Girls, that's what it was called. Um, she's an Indigo child, total alien energy. Um, her baby, and I, I keep saying this, the babies that are coming in are like super babies. These are the people who are going to save the planet. And her baby has this crazy, for starters, she had a golden aura when she was born. And she has this crazy rainbow orb that's around her in so many photos it's unbelievable 
like inside, outside, all the time, this freaking rainbow orb. And um, Lauren still sends me all these pictures because I, I posted one. There's like an old one on our Instagram. Um, so I'm taking these pictures of Penny. That rainbow orb is with her. The exact same thing. I sent the pictures to Lauren. I was like, oh my God, my baby has one too. So that night, I'm, I'm just delighted. I'm like, wow. And I felt like they were also saying, calm down. You don't have to walk, watch her cross the street. She's a wild fucking animal. So that night, um, Aslan tells me she had, uh, somebody tried to psychically attack her in her sleep and she saw these particular animals. And I told her someone who those animals belong to. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. And she goes, yeah. Then the fairies showed me a tree. I mean, I, I should post these texts because they'll blow your fucking mind. The, the fae showed me a tree that had a ring of mushrooms around it. And that's how you know it's fairies because mushrooms can't grow in July. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, I couldn't even figure out what she was, what in context she was even talking about. And I start texting her back and I'm like, just today, a ring of mushrooms is around a tree here that Penny just got her house in and I'm seeing this orb and blah, blah. And I was like, of course the fairies are with the squirrel. That squirrel probably is a fairy. I'm not even kidding. That squirrel is probably a fucking fairy because they can shape shift. And um, she won't let me pet her. She won't like cuddle. And that's very fae as well. But she, we have this weird relationship. Um, I'm, oh, believe me, I've worked on, don't you like to cuddle? And she's like, what is this? It feels very much like their energy because they're not cuddlers either. Even though that one time one did kiss me on the cheek when I made an ass of myself. Um, because, and also Karen Rontowski just had an episode on this. I was texting with her today too. Um, she has this amazing woman from the UK. So you get the whole fabulous accent in it as well. But she's talking about her experience with the Fae. And I was like, oh my God, this is, because there's so many people who, come at me in emails and stuff and tell me that they've had fake experience and you know most of them are not correct so this wait, one wait, wait, wait. To, i'm trying to be very nice and not I, call anybody I, a serial killer here <laughs> i mean okay it's well you know it's just you know how to know when yeah, someone is, is exactly uh you know okay we'll, we'll, just, we'll yeah, keep moving yeah we'll, let's, let's just keep going so yeah. um <laughs> So Penny, it was so crazy because I, I also have that nest of snakes sleeping under my bedroom, which is amazing. I don't know what the fuck is going on at this house where, where you're living. It's yeah, just like, I know. There's a nest of I know. snakes. There's a fey tree with a pet squirrel. There's a shapeshifter. Like what the fuck yep. is going on over here? I know. I know. I'm so delighted. Um, but also because I keep locking down protections with the house because um, right now we're recording this on Saturday, a hurricane's hitting, who knows when, but I'm not worried at all. Um, not about this one anyway. Um, but it's hurricane season here. And on top of that, there is a pandemic. So I just keep putting protection up. And the crazy thing about fairies, so many people are scared of them. I have never felt that way. I've been frustrated, uh, annoyed, and... Um, I don't know, like, it's like having kids having tantrums sometimes. But then the thing they always show me when they pop up and I'm meditating, the thing they always show me is, do you want to own a house? Because we can help with that. And I have no idea how that works, but it must have something to do with the garden. And I would have to, like, no way could I buy something that just has concrete all around it. They're not going to go for that. I don't want that. I want a house with a garden, you know, and I would dedicate the whole fucking thing to them. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also trying to learn how to work with them and appease them. And whenever I hear the things like people say, 
um, put milk and honey out for them. Mine aren't into that. Mine are not into that shit. They're yours nice like to party food. hard. You're like to party. Yours yes. like to party hard. Like yours are like, no, give us the hard shit. Give us that good. Yes. Hard. You're leaving out powder and fucking bourbon. <laughs> and like tiny little drinking straws that are cut. And yes, then you just have yes. Faye in the garden, just like snorting, tiny fucking, little dollars they can snorting roll drugs and doing, doing yeah. body shots but off also, of each other. Yes. As soon as I got here, I planted, I don't even know, dozens of plants, an avocado tree, 10 rose bushes. I went crazy, like blowing all my money on, well, blowing all my money, buying my mom all these plants. There's a whole full witch garden with herbal things and everything that I planted. Yeah. You turned your mom's house into like a Home Depot that she's going to have to like maintain uh, after you leave. <laughs> she loves it though. She's doing really well with it. Um, like she goes out and waters it. She does also look like she's going to get heat stroke. And I'm like, why are you going out when the sun is out? It's so hot here right now. Um, but she's also a masochist. Taurus loves to so, martyr. Sorry, martyrs. Uh, sorry, Taurus. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, okay, so Faye. I just imagine all the Taurus when you said that were like, fine, yes, we know. <laughs> Kill us for it. We get it. Kill us for it. We'll, we'll take the hit on this one. It's like, yeah, well, that's what we're, okay, okay. Yeah, you got it, you got it. Um, but so the other crazy thing on Karen's podcast Oh, also they took my AirPods again. Like just last night, they took my AirPods and that's their favorite thing to take when they need attention. And that's the thing. They just need attention. Oh my Listen God. Listen to us. When I, yeah. When I go out and sit next to that tree, I start to sing. I start to dance. I feel all my inner child come back. It's invigorating. And I don't know what else is going to happen with that thing. Oh my God. Also, Penny, I haven't seen her in, in three days. It's been so hot. And I've sat under that tree all day trying to catch her or take her to the vet. And she comes down when she's ready. I was out there for hours over, I was probably out there for six fucking hours, Ryan, no exaggeration. And then she, I'm, I'm calling her, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, where is she? Where is she? Finally, she wakes up and comes down the street and she's like, what, what's up? Where are my peanuts? Like d- does not come when, call- well, kind of comes when called sometimes, but obviously Why do I not. smell popcorn right now? Like I'm mm, like overwhelmed I'm making by popcorn this. for dinner. Are you? I, I'm like yeah, overwhelmed I, by the smell of popcorn right now. We're so psychically linked, but that's because I said, just before I got on here with you, I looked at the cats and I said, I miss having someone to eat popcorn with because Dolly was my popcorn partner. Oh, that's, you know, it's a bummer. Cute, it's okay. Um, yeah. So you got your AirPods taken again by these mm-hmm. Faye, by the Faye, mm-hmm. not the these Faye, Faye coming around yep. here, stealing AirPods. Um, they're, they're pushing and they're testing and I, I just need to meditate and they'll show me exactly what they want. But then Boots, my big stupidest cat who everybody loves and he it's so cute because he's the biggest one but everybody kicks his ass um he wants to he likes to i I don't really think he's an actual killer because he did kill a lizard in here and oh it was so awful it was so traumatic it wasn't quite dead yet it was terrible um but he was i i knew something was wrong because he was like crying and he had the lizard and he was like, get up and play. Why did you stop playing? And I was like, oh, Jesus. So today he got a baby lizard out on the patio. And I go running out. Rue's just watching because she is a bit of a sociopath. I, I shoo them away. And the little guy, they've taken his tail and he's lying on his back. And he's fucked up and his eyes are closed and I can see he's breathing. And I'm like, oh, I can't kill another lizard. Like I can't, I, putting things out of their misery, I know I have to do. And I did that with the other one and it fucks me up. And I'm out there and I'm like, please don't let this be happening. And meanwhile, Boots is making his, please come back to life with his stupid little trilly meow. And 
suddenly I, I grab a little card to scoop it up, to take it outside and sit with it and see if it is going to come back. It was playing possum. It jumped up and started to run without its tail and Boots went after it. And I grabbed him by the scruff the way a mama does. And I pulled him inside and then he sat in here and it was fine. It ran away. And oh my God, I was so grateful. I was he'll like, grow that tail back. He'll grow that tail back. But Boots, Boots sat here screaming and I was like, this was a fairy test. And I passed. I don't, it was a fairy test. Did I... A Florida lizard's tail is like a mullet. It's like he just, he mm. gave that lizard a mullet. He chopped off its mullet. <laughs> it's a Florida lizard tail. It's and, like and a mullet. so that lizard's going to be like, don't you worry, I'm going to grow this mullet back. You know, <laughs> you know, just take a couple weeks. I'll have this mullet, you know, Trump There's 2020. There's a litter box out there. And then, Why are these lizards coming in where they can smell? Sorry, go on, 2020. Well, mullet. probably, well, you know, who knows why a lizard does a thing it does other than maybe it's look it smells or it's, it's just exploring and mm. it's adventuring around. It's like, Oh, what's this over here? Um, and it just yeah. kind of goes over. And uh, I mean, lizards, it's a lot of wildlife. I love seeing the lizards. I, I did this thing. Actually, let's take a break right now. And then uh, right we'll talk more about thing. the Fay. And then there's also a new way and to puka and pukas. Oh, pukas. Yes. And I don't think we'll have time to talk about uh Randonautica, but um, let's take a quick break. Is that your crystal? We'll do it. And we're back. So, um, no, Randonautica is not a crystal. Um, it is, that's not the, the crystal for today is going to be Peridot. But because um, mm. you, oh you, you were talking about crystals for Faye. Um, mm-hmm. Randonautica is an app that uses a quantum random number generator and your intention to come up with random GPS coordinates to send you on an adventure. People have found a dead body. Um, <gasps> People have all kinds of things. So I did my first Randonautica adventure yesterday and uh, went on like a four and a half mile walk to the random, randomly selected GPS coordinate because um, it syncs with your, the map on your phone. And then it took me to a randomly selected place where I went um, and found What did something. you find? What'd I found find? a coffee shop I didn't even know existed that's super oh my cute God. and fucking wonderful that I'm going to start going to the right. <laughs> I'm going to start going there to write maybe a couple times a week because they're open. That's great. Well, and that was probably, you probably led there by something. Well, no, yeah. You're um, led there by your intention. Your intention sets while the GPS coordinates are being calculated by the quantum random number generator, which ties into global consciousness and the global consciousness project by Dr. Roger Nelson that measured like everyone's empathy during like the moments before 9-11 happened, how the random, uh-huh. random number generators spiked. Uh, Princess Die Funeral Ooh. was another example. Anyway, so... Uh, it sets where this random GP, these random GPS coordinates are going to be by the intention you set before they come about. You use your intention Ooh. to set. So my intention was I want to um, experience something that brings me happiness. That, w- that was the general intention I had before mm-hmm. while I was like, okay. And then boom, I got there and I got all excited and I was like, dude, I'm going to fucking come back here all the time. But um, anyway, it was just a really fun How walk. How was the like, coffee? Man, was it the good coffee, coffee was great. Yeah, the coffee was great. I was jacked up until I was up until six in the morning because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, okay, so let's talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about. You, you still want? There's more stuff on the fair. We're going to talk about the puka. I got the puka thing to talk about. It's okay. Let's short. let's dive into but, that. So I had never heard puka until this episode of Karen's podcast I was listening to, and puka she described a giant rabbit like a, like a head of a rabbit and a men's suit. And I, I never heard this having a name. And do you it's remember like me movie, telling um, you? Um, Donnie Darko, Lin- that's what she says. 
Donnie Darko. Yeah. yeah. And it's also in the, uh, I think there's a scene in, uh, there's multiple, it's like, uh, what's that David Lynch film? It's, um, it's not Mulholland Drive. It's, um, with a rabbit. Are you sure not so, thinking it's of like Shining it takes when those place two in the valley. furries takes, are blowing each other? Oh, in the valley. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say Mulholland Drive, but I just said that. Not Mulholland. I don't Empire remember. Falls or not Empire Falls, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But Donnie Darko. Yes. Anyway. So, but yeah, the Shining has a good furry scene too. A, a furry is giving a dude a blowjob in the hotel. A go, they're ghosts, a ghost furry and a ghost man, ghost blowjobs. Um, so uh, the the puka is this, and I only Googled it for a minute because I had all this other research I had to do today. Um, it's just this like weird, possibly fey thing. Um, and they say they can be helpful or hurtful. When I was a child in that super mega haunted house where everything, I mean, there, I told you that story the one night I knew something was going to kill me. I was like, it's going to fucking kill all of us tonight. And I couldn't fall asleep because I knew I was like the only one to keep us alive. It was horrible. It was horrifying. I've never been scared of anything in my life than I was. And I was probably, I don't know, like six or seven years old. And my brother and I would share a bed most nights because we were so fucking terrified of what we would see. My room was in his room and um, you had to go into his room to go into my room. And all the time I would wake up when we first moved in, I was really little. I was like, I think I was four years old when we moved in. I would wake up and I would see a giant yellow bunny. And I would tell my mom the Easter bunny was visiting me. And it was so big, like it had, it could barely fit through my bedroom door and I would see it and I'd think, okay, now I can sleep. It's here to watch. It's here to watch over me. And I never knew it had a name. I got to figure out now the puka stuff. Cause I'm like, can I get Faye to get me a house? Can I get puka to get me? What does the puka do? How many houses you want, girl? Oh, Ryan, I just need one gigantic <laughs> yard. Are you going I'll to live what? in like a shed? Yeah, well, okay, because yeah, and you still have that property in California mm -hmm. that you in could just Eagle get rid Rock. of. I gotta get rid of it. Well, it's special too, and I know because I've I've given sacrifices to crows, gave all my old wedding and engagement rings, <laughs> so many except one because I picked it. It's very nice anyway. Um, it's my birthstone, um, and it's recycled gold. Everybody get rings like that. Um, but yeah, that land has a portal on it. It's it's so crazy. That land is so fucking crazy. You know, you helped me bury a body there. Yes, that is true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting series of events. But um, the, uh, yeah, the puka thing is interesting too, because when you get into all these different types of creatures and, or entities and interdimensional beings and spirits, it's like, you know, then you have the tulpa, you have the puka, you have the fey, you have, you know, one thing is for certain, there's no shortage of characters, right? And no, yeah. interesting creatures potentially. And I don't know, we had a pretty big earthquake here um, a few days back. I mean, on the yeah, Richter scale, it was not large at all, you know, by standards. It was like a 4.2 or something, which, you know, usually people are like, oh, it's not really big unless it's in the sevens. That's when it starts getting big, right? But the problem is it was right, it was based like right here in the valley. So it was like 4.30 in the morning and I was in like my whole room, I'm on the second floor, was rattling and shaking for, you know, it felt like maybe about five or six seconds. And, my, and I was still kind of awake kind of. 
Um, and my first thought was, oh, why do these happen when I'm in bed naked? Like, it's like, why can't it happen at like <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon when I've got shoes on and I'm ready to get the fuck out, right? But it's always like the bigger ones always happen when like, incon- at least I wasn't on the <laughs> toilet, right? But um, and then there was a really big aftershock at like 6.15 in the morning. Um, but it's like one of these, but the first time I experienced a really big one, I was woken up by in the middle of the night. I thought it was a ghost shaking me like to try to tell me a secret. I think mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. Um, but I, you know, halfway, I couldn't fall asleep after the earthquake, um, the other day, the other morning, because I kept feeling like something was hanging out in here afterwards, but it was probably just because of the, the shock of the, Ooh. the actual shock of the earthquake. Um, yeah. but even last night I was like, there's something fucking around in here. Um, but not in a bad way, right? Nothing like nefarious or nothing bad. Um, and so like, I'm trying to figure out if I'm actually looking around right now, as I talking about it, I'm trying to figure out if, um, like if there's something to that, uh, when it comes to, cause one of the old roommates in the house thought that a ghost touched, touched his butt up here. Oh yeah. I remember that. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to have to start digging into that a little more, but I, you know, I really, I try not to do like, I don't do solo investigations in my own apartment. Like that's just a thing I don't do. It's a bad idea. Yeah. So I'm going to host a seance this summer with my family. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. They're all freaked out about it, but they're into it. Cause my mom has this, you can't see it, but it's a perfectly round wooden table. And that's, a. but once they have the experience and realize like how enjoyable and fun it is and mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have to be, it's not like in the movies. It doesn't have to be in the movies where everyone's like, okay, wear your cape and we'll burn candles yeah. and we'll start chanting in these languages they, that have been long forgot. Like it's not, this yep. in the fr- and then we're going to summon Azrael. You know, it's like, come on. Yes. It's not like that at all. No. And you put, you put guards up, you know, you bring in the angels and you, you set up your protection. So you only get like decent people in. And we have such a good group of guides that God, I would love to call on some, because the one's always with her, you know, that I'm not going to name drop, but it's somebody famous. Um, but it's funny because I never really feel him unless I, I mean, very rarely when I'm not with her, but he's always with her. Um, what was the thing I was going to tell you though? Something about the sounds. Um, Damn it. Oh, my, my brother, it's sweet because my brother saw all this shit growing up, you know, like we would share a bed. We were so scared in our homes. And, um, cause then we moved to Florida and it all came with us. It was like, well, that did nothing, you know, from Pennsylvania to Florida, that's quite a haul for them. Um, so, uh, Adam's like, yeah, okay, we'll see, whatever. But he loves Halloween. We, Halloween is like bigger than our birthdays bigger than Christmas, like fuck Christmas. Halloween is everything to my family. We, they have like crazy, Adam has a garage that he uses just to store his Halloween decorations. That's insanity. I, my old roommate is like that. Like when he moved out, the hardest part of his move was getting rid of all of his Halloween stuff, which was taking yeah. up all of the storage in our entire apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, so I get it. I mean, it's, it's like a really joyful, fun time and then like mm-hmm. when christmas would roll around like the the end of the year holidays he would just put fake snow on all of his halloween stuff and like oh, christmas hats on all the skeletons so cute. i love um, that yeah so that's so great but that is good there is something about i mean i've always i mean obviously i've liked halloween but we've talked about this but it's never been like oh my god for me mm-hmm. um but i think also that stems from just me being like pretty terrified as a kid from scary stuff um, yeah. so it kind of like stems from that. Um, but it is, it is a, the older I get, the more interesting 
it becomes to me like in a in a curious way not in a necessarily a fun way i mean i still think halloween is fun but it is you know i was thinking about this today like this quest for knowledge and it's just like oh my god like it's exhausting sometimes to try to (laughs) to try to figure out like oh i want the answers to all these things and it's like just settle the fuck down because i read it was something somebody was talking about sisyphus and how sisyphus learned the lesson like they didn't look at sisyphus as this man who was tortured or sentenced to like an eternity of hell of pushing this boulder up the rock that always falls back down as soon as he gets like right when he gets close to trying to achieve what he's trying to achieve but he said he looked at it as an inspiring story that sisyphus was showing and found joy in it's the action of living right it's the mm-hmm. it's the in doing yeah. throughout your life is where the enjoyment and the joy and love comes and like the actual accomplishment of a specific goal that's like bullshit compared to the the joy of taking action in your life that's that the lesson sense. from sisyphus and so therefore it's almost as if sisyphus is in heaven because he constantly has a he has yeah. a thing he's doing constantly that he's yeah. like driven to do. This is what I tell people all the time in readings. Like we chose the bullshit that frustrates us. And if you don't see it like that, if you're not looking at it like, well, this is my challenge. Here's my challenge. If you, if you aren't doing it like that, then you're kind of missing out because you, you made a contract. You went through a lot to get here. There are a lot of souls who want to come here. And I don't understand. I, there are so many people who kind of um, sort of in that same way, but they keep repeating the same mistakes joylessly. Larry and David. they trap themselves in a loop. Larry David, unable to learn a lesson. I had this moment the other day where I was like, am I Larry fucking David over here? Like, No, I, I not at all. Oh my God. Opposite well, ends of the spectrum. Um, I was, you know, musing kind of comedically to myself about something else that like kind of keeps popping up in my life. And I'm just like, I'm, maybe it's because I'm like Larry fucking David. Like I can't, it's like just difficult for me to learn this one specific lesson. Right. And uh, it's nothing that's like been like a huge detriment. It's not like I'm like mm-hmm. something that's killing me or something. Um, yeah. But it's like, I mean, that's why Larry, that's why Curb Your Enthusiasm and, you know, kind of really started with Seinfeld. Um, Cause the one thing about Seinfeld is, none of those characters ever really changed. No, never. Evolved. And which was a different, you know, cause everybody's going like most stories are based in like the hero's journey. What great transformation happens in the character, blah, 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 blah. And, but the, the, all the, the main characters in Seinfeld, none of them learned a fucking lesson. And that's why the yeah, end of ever. that series I thought was perfect when some I people so were upset too. by it. But it's like, no, this exactly, this, this shows exactly what they got exactly yeah. what they deserve. Cause they've never, never learned anything. From all yeah. of this. Um, and Larry David brought that to that show, I think. And that's why his character in Curb Your Enthusiasm just never learns a fucking lesson. Right? I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Never. Um, and that is Larry David, uh, according to, I told you that I worked at MTV in the office next to his and we shared a kitchen. Did I tell you this story? I don't remember. I was, I was um, eating his apricots that he labeled Larry David's apricots do not eat. And I was like, I'm I'm gonna eat all these episodes. So that made you and eat I heard them? Him, oh yeah. I mean, I probably wasn't the only one. Um, I heard him yelling one time at the sit Ubu sit producer in his office, and I put my ear to the wall, and I was like, "This is amazing! I'm so LA." It was in, I think it was 2000. 
four. Um, but then I met his assistant. Of course, she was like this gorgeous model-esque young woman. And she told me she hated him and I barely talked to her for like five minutes. But then I always wanted to see him and he had a special parking spot. And my, my coworker, who's also like the assistant writer, we would sit and eat our lunch in the parking spot, hoping that we'd see him. And uh, one day I was coming into work and I have this skirt that I can't get rid of. It's the dumbest skirt. It looks, I always say it looks like a curtain that would be hanging in Cracker Barrel. I bought it at a thrift store. So I'm wearing this long, weird Cracker Barrel looking curtain skirt and a, a white tank top. So like, I was, it was okay, you know, and, um, I walk in and I'm on my old ass flip phone and talking to my ex and Larry David has just walked in from the other doors and I stop and I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm going to talk to Larry David, like, this is the moment. And he just took his finger and pointed up and down at my outfit and looked like, what the fuck are you wearing? He didn't say anything. He just had that face that he was like wagging his finger at me. And I was so overwhelmed. Yeah, I was so overwhelmed that I turned around and ran down the hallway and went to our coffee shop and waited till he went upstairs. I could not talk to him. And then Brittany Murphy peeped on me while I was peeing in the ladies room. It was, MTV was great. She was but not on purpose. Get nervous with her. She told me she was looking for her friend, and she complimented this shirt that I also got at the same thrift store for a quarter. I was really hot shit at MTV in my garbage clothes. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy, right? Hmm. Didn't Br- Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy die a, a few years yeah. back? Yeah. Yeah. I, I she thought was she was so. She was. I always enjoyed her. Um, she was sweet. She had like a crazy little manic pixie, very tiny little person. I told, she was complimenting what I wore and I said, you look like a piece of candy. And she kept touching me. And I was like, this is awesome. (laughs) As I washed my hands after urinating and being snooped, peeped by Brittany Murphy. She was touching you while you were washing your hands. She was stroking me and she kept telling me how sweet I was. And I was like, did she want to be my best friend? It was weird. I think or she was there more. for an audition or something. Or oh. more. Um, well, one time Larry David was at one of my comedy shows and after he left, um, somebody brought his beer on stage that he didn't finish. So I was like, I'll finish Larry David's beer. So I just chugged Larry Ooh. David's beer on stage that he left on his table. Oh my God, you drank weird. his beer. I ate his apricots. Yeah. We I ingested just, his and DNA. And I think I said, I'll drink your beer. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll drink your milkshake. Um, like Daniel Day Lewis, but the uh, yeah, Larry David is he's he. I don't. I've never met him, so I don't know about his. You know how he is a person, but I yeah, I do really enjoy Larry David's comedy. But okay, so what were we? Oh, so we were talking about. Oh, it made Luca, me think when you're talking about the doubt. tree and stuff. Like, and I spend mm-hmm. so much time on Zillow. I wish there was a website that had like. You know how there's like a walk score on Zillow? Like it tells you how close you can walk to certain things in your neighborhood. Uh-huh. Um, I wish there was a psychic score. Like, like is there, you know, a psychic neighborhood um, uh, score? Portals. Portals. Uh, fairy. You know, fairy there's, circles. There's an app. Um, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can go and you can find out, oh, this, this house is haunted. Uh, there's a fairy circle over here. There's cryptid sightings over here. I think, well, there is, I don't know if there's a map, but I know there is, or an app, but I think there is, like someone has been making, a, compiling a map of all this stuff. But, but like I'm talking specifically if you want to move into a, uh, 
a high a high energy or high activity neighborhood mm-hmm. there should be a filter you can download on the zillow app you can bring the activity in too anybody can get can get their own ghosts and fay in i mean you but it's like one of those things where do you want to move into a house that already has the walls built or do you want to have True. to put up a drywall yourself you could still change that you can still add some stuff when you get into this house but like you know I don't, and also maybe I don't really want to, I don't want to sleep in a house where cryptids are fucking showing up. Like I don't need shit nah. banging on the outside walls of my home. But, I'm uh, telling you my whole childhood, I was an insomniac and it fucking sucked because I had to stay awake to put, to push the stuff out basically. And, and that's man, why people I should sleep. not watch hunted missing 411 <laughs> hunted is what it's called. What? It's the sequel to missing 411 movie. It's like a documentary movie about uh, the books by uh, Dave Polites about all the people who go missing in like national parks. Um, Cause a friend of mine wanted to go to Yosemite by theirself. And I was like, please do not go to Yosemite by the, by yourself because that is like, has the largest cluster of missing people that are unexplained missing people cases in the world is in Yosemite national park. There's like over Fuck 50 that. of them. And I was like, and they go Fuck disappearing that. like late afternoon. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not even like nighttime. That's, that's a monster. That's a portal. Don't you agree? There's something that is, very unsettling. Um, and whatever it is, I'm not, I hope to never fucking find out firsthand. Uh, let's just say that. Yeah. That's why I like to stay inside all the time. I'm just, <laughs> that's just my current lifestyle. Except so when you're looking for your, uh, your baby squirrel who you're, you're yeah, a I'm going to, I'm going to have to conjure her later. Cause I'm really getting annoyed. I also, I think that the thing with the ring, cause I, you know, I was, helicopter squirrel mom um i think they want me to trust them i haven't seen her in days and i oh my god well it's what hakate says doubt is worse than fear she came through oh um i don't i talked about this but i have that project with prairie conjure the cocktail prairie rose for bit by fox we had her on and when does that come out it comes out every week right yeah or every other tuesday we have a video every other tuesday and and on social i've been creating like we've been doing really great stuff like i have weekly horoscopes um, on our on our Instagram and our Facebook, we started a private group. It's really great, but we just did an episode on Hakate that will come out the day before this comes out on Tuesday. And um, Hakate came through and told me a very specific thing, a test you can do to see if she wants to work with you. And it was awesome. Um, she also, um, these were some great messages. She said, uh, I told her I loved her again. She doesn't just I, but I do love her. She fucking does not care. Um, she, doesn't she doesn't care. She doesn't want you to be a try too hard. Yeah. But I do. I love her. I love her the way I love Julie Louis-Dreyfus and Veep. That's the same thing. Like same fucking crazy CEO energy boss bitch. She doesn't want to do love spells. She is like, no. She wants to give you power and remove your obstacles. And the other thing, you have to work. Like, I don't know if I've said this on here. I said, I say this in the, the Hakate episode. Witchcraft isn't um, you suddenly are rich. That's not witchcraft. Whatever you want, you have to work for. I mean, you can do a different kind of witchcraft and have that stuff, but there's always a price. It's that. not the lottery. It's not, it's not it's powerful. It's not the lottery. But you are in competition with all these other people. Witchcraft gives you a leg up. Witchcraft gives you, you will end up channeling messages from whoever you're working with. Um, but Hakate showed a dirt path <clears throat> covered in thorns that you can walk down and she removed all the thorns and vines. That's what she does. So you can tell yourself like, oh, I'll never be successful at this. If I can work with Hakate, move your thorns. She's, she's just such a badass. She also doesn't care really. Like she doesn't notice other deities working with other deities, 
but um, she does require you to be dedicated to her and whatever you set out to do with her. She also confirmed this big thing I did recently. She's like, oh yeah, it's working. That's that thing I texted you about. Oh, cool. That's right. Yeah. And you can ask her to come in. She won't always, but like you can ask her. And if she wants to work with you, I know that, I know that I've worked with her before and I think that's part of it. And she also likes that I have a platform. She does like that. But also how many people have platforms? She's not talking to everybody. Anyway, watch Conjure the Cocktail to find out how to. Watch Conjure the Cocktail this coming Tuesday on the internet. (laughs) On the internet. This summer, Conjure the Cocktail. Um, that's me doing, uh, Pablo Francisco doing the movie guy voice. Um, Ryan, did you know also that Prairie and I are doing this thing now where, um, based on what the planets are doing, I, I write the weekly horoscope and on, on Wednesday, we release a cocktail with ingredients designed to help you cope with what the planets are doing. Oh, okay. fucking witchcraft that you drink. We make potions that are delicious. Oh, that sounds great. That is really I know. Cool. We're really working our asses off at it. And, it, that sounds and I, great. I feel great about it. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I don't know what's going to happen over here, but I do know that I'm being you know, like drawn into like, you know, a much more intense work situation for this other project I've been, that we've been working on for mm-hmm. almost a year now. And it's getting ready to consume me and like, I'm gonna have to dedicate so much more of my time to it in a major I way. Know. Um, you know, starting now and then probably through the next year at least. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if it's going to mean I kind of take a road trip out of LA and I might just, I might not be in LA for, uh, for the rest of the year. I mean, who knows? All all my cousins are in Cincinnati who I've been working with on this project. So I might go back to, uh, Southern Ohio to, you know, work with them more closely, but we'll see what happens. But, um, I do I like know that, that like there's you. a lot of there's a lot of weird not weird but there's a lot of interesting things happening right now and you know you were texting me about Leo the other the Leo season that's <laughs> <laughs> like just like you know I won't talk about what you texted me but it just it made me laugh because it's like you know <laughs> like being aware of um, the the astrological seasons like mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't really been in the past has been illuminating for me and like trying to understand, you know, some of the things that I'm experiencing or what other people are going through. And yeah, um, it is, it's been, it's been pretty wild. I'd, I'd be interested to know, maybe we can talk about this next week because I want to get into the crystal corner or we can talk about yeah. uh, the crystal and then we can wrap it up. But um, I want to look ahead to November, early November to see mm-hmm. what astrology is going to tell us for, um, what I know a lot of people are anticipating to be a very, you know, stressful, anxious time for the election. November uh, here in the United November is a scary yeah. time. November yeah. 3rd is the election. So um, maybe next week we can kind of like think about right now, like what that astrological season is going to look and feel like for us. So we can start preparing now to like make sure that we're strong and nothing will phase us so that we have equanimity yeah. during that period. So um something to think about. So, um, yeah, let's talk about Peridot, mm-hmm. which is an interesting crystal. I do not own Peridot. Um, I do not have any Peridot, um, or Peridot does not, um, share space oh, with me. Um, <laughs> I don't think I own any of my crystals. Um, no. it's like this, I mean, someone might look at it and like briefly think that, Oh, is that, uh, 
is that like a, a tumbled like moldavite um or you know like what is that is that like a, an emerald it's got that vibe to it it's got it's like that bright green you know kind of mm-hmm. has a glassy vibe to it but you could be mistaken for moldavite if but moldavite is very distinguishable from moldavite peridot. is dark and peridot is pretty yeah light. and moldavite has a very distinct like pattern even though it's not mm-hmm. an official pattern it's kind of like a snowflake but um but the interesting thing about peridot is that where it comes from that it's formed in the molten lava right uh uh, it's, it's or in the molten rock of the upper mantle um, and like volcanoes and earthquakes like bring it to the surface. So it's distinct from other crystals um, where it's, it, it's not formed in the traditional way. I think diamond is the other um, rock that is formed in the same way that peridot is or the crystal really? that, that peridot is. Pressure, um, the pressure forms it? Well, yeah, it's formed in that upper, that, uh, the molten rock of the upper mantle. Um, and the tremendous forces of earthquakes and volcanoes are what bring it to the surface. Um, but yeah, so, um, so people do think that, um, so this is why I think this is probably, that's probably part of why, um, it can be used, you know, some people use it as a talisman, uh, or a talisman, or I don't know why Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time saying that word right now. It's a, it's a, it's a crystal of like positive power. Um, the creator's frequency of love, abundance, um, you know, an intention is important with this, but it's also for connecting with Faye, uh, according Mm -hmm. to some people that it's a good one for Faye and maybe because it's got that green vibe to it that, um, you know, people talk about like, you know, sprinkling and putting a bunch of peridot out in your garden or wherever you want the, wherever you have your altar or your dedicated space for the mm-hmm. fae that you want them to come to. Peridot is a good, kind of like a beacon. Think yeah. of it almost as like when someone, when a pilot's landing a plane at, a, at an airport, there's the runway lights, right? Maybe Ooh. peridot is kind of like the runway lights. So the Fae are zipping around the, the interdimensional universe and they see it like, oh, there's that. We can come hang out down there. This person wants I us to come hang them. out down there. I love them. And they do have that fucked up. I told you that time that they were playing with the cat and broke that beautiful. I had an antique jar, this giant jug I'd bought. It was so ancient, had bubbles in the glass. It was amazing. And I planted with a coat hanger, tiny little ferns and moss that I, it took forever to fill this thing and make it pretty. And I put, a, I put a cork in it and I was so pleased with it. It was beautiful. And just a few days later, they were fucking with one of the cats and um, a bunch of stuff came crashing down and smashed it. And I was devastated. And I was in the shower and I was just like, it's not funny. And they were like, it's funny. And, and I was really mad. And Depends they were like, on who you ask. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, they were like, it's just a thing. And I liked that. Because they're, they're, they're anti-materialism. They're like, go connect with the earth. Even though there were fucking plants in it, you'd think that that would have spared its life. But it's a good reminder. It is a good reminder, that, a we good had, reminder. that we get attached to these bullshit things. Mm-hmm. I was having this vision earlier today. I was, I was a friend of mine, uh, they had a, got a flat tire on the freeway. So I had to go help them out earlier. And as I was driving back, for some reason, I was driving by this large sculpture on the five, Interstate 5. And I was like, what would... What if I was hanging out by this sculpture after everyone, everyone on earth was gone, like dead or some great disaster and there's very few people on the earth. And I would just be, and I saw myself walking around this like sculpture statue, just kind of like being kind of a crazy person and like, like yelling about like all the things that used to matter 
But no, they, <laughs> they talk shit to me on Twitter. They tweeted shit at me on Twitter. And like, can you imagine like the person who's like alone on the earth, still upset about the bullshit that people would get upset about <laughs> yes. as we walk around now? Um, you know, like, and so it's like being attached to these bullshit things that, yeah. that don't mean anything. I mean, because even that, like our, our perception of our, of our personality or of who we are on social media mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, that's a material thing. That's, yep, a, that's being yep. attached to a material, yeah, material thing. So I do love that lesson to like, it's just a fucking thing. Get over it. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's funny because I mean I don't know what what else they've gotten planned or planned with the squirrel stuff, um, but their energy because aliens don't usually come around me, and I think it's because what is that thing that just fell down in the video? Did you see it? it looked like a white feather just fell in front of your face? Did you see? Well, there it? was a piece of dust that just flew by. Was it like huge? a large piece of dust? Okay. I could see it with Gross. my eyes. You got a vacuum in there. <laughs> well, I'm right by the window too. Like Anybody, any patron window. who sees this, that is a big piece of dust, right? It is my so, hair. I was hoping it was Faye, but it was not. It's just a huge piece. Oh, gross! That's my hair. That's, is it just your hair? I literally lose half a wig of hair every single day. That's how much hair I have. Wow, and you have a lot of hair. Um, oh, but so I think I've said this before too. I think Faye is like the alien energy of our planet. You know, the protectors. I feel like if they wanted to travel, they could. But when you when you think about how aliens consider ours the Disneyland of planets, of course fairies are part of that. But I also feel like Faye and alien don't mix. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not totally. I should just meditate on it, and see what they show me. I'm not totally sure what that relationship is. But I do feel, you know, like, because aliens like to leave devices and light workers. They like to use psychics to charge their shit and everything. They're not allowed to do that. But I mean, get you some fae if you're scared of aliens. I'm also not totally sure that you can mix the two. It's just, it's just not. Oh, you know what I was, was going to tell you? Peridot, I saw one time when I was giving a reading and it was a giant rock of giant, um, you know, like, like bigger than a human coming. It was like coming through a doorway, kind of like my um, Puka does, did. I don't know if it's still around. Um, but I felt its energy and it was amazing. And I was like, I got to get this stone. And I still, I forgot about it. I got to get some. Maybe they'll okay. give me my AirPods back. I have not been to a crystal shop since the beginning of the year. I look forward to going, like I was just thinking about that today. Like, oh man, I can't wait to just uh, be in a yeah. rock shop again. Um, at some point, I can't I'll, wait I'll, to be in I'll, Trader Joe's again. But yeah, and, and it also made me think of the song OPP. I'm down with OPP. Yeah, like other people's pukas. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know me. Okay, well, let's, um, yeah, let's oh. uh, look forward to next week um, where we're going to talk guys- about. Oh, I want to also talk about the, uh, we'll just maybe have a small update on well, 180 days. Uh, in the next 180 days, the uh, Pentagon releasing more information about disclosure, oh, about. Um, no shit. UFOs and things like that and why I think that is such a big deal. Um, and um, I, election I astrology, to, maybe we can yes, think about just having a, a, a peek ahead on that. And then, uh, but yeah, do you want to read a review or there's something else you wanted yes. to say? No, I want to read this review. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say. Who knows what it is? Um, oh, witchy poo. Please go to witchypoo.com and there's a link so you can see great examples of letters that I'm looking for. Um, 
I'm going to start this probably September, but uh, right now I would love great letters. It's a personal experience. It's not me channeling your guides. It's not you asking me weird woo questions. You become a Patreon and you can ask us those. We do them in Q and A. Um, it's a personal experience and something, it's a secret, something you can't talk to people about. So please send me those things. Um, <clears throat> also this review I love magical chemistry. Ryan and Angela are simply magical together. Between Ryan's sultry tenor ooh, and Angela's jeu de vie are just the thing I need these days to calm my frazzled nerves. I think I said that right. I meant to ask my mom who speaks fluid French. Jeu de vie? Uh, they're con- joy de vie. Jo- do, do you joy pronounce de vie. the vie? It's like the, the right. joy of life, right? Well, now I'm very disappointed in myself. I don't know how you say Let's it. That's how I, that's how I've said it. Do it again. I'm just yeah, joy de, um, Angela, joy de vie. I thought it was joy de vie. It probably is. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. That's just the way I, I mean, everybody's dialect. Au bon pain, anyone? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, to calm my frazzled nerves, their conversations are lively, inviting, and just enough lightheartedness to keep me listening week after week, even as the world is disintegrating around us. Thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for the distractions, spells, positive thoughts, and just being there for your listeners. Keep on keeping on. Lots of exclamation points, which I love. Thank you. Thank you. Know what I like. Thank you. Know what I like. Appreciate you liking us. Appreciate that. So I guess I'm a tenor. Yeah. You don't know what you sing. No, I just know it's fucking awesome. What I sing. That's all. (laughs) It's just fuck yeah, bro. It's awesome. I put a couch in my kitchen because I ain't scared. Eat my way to heaven. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So uh, we won't. Was that in secrets? Ryan has a whole country album he's working on. Yeah, I mean, I literally have about seven or eight songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Stop, drop, and he's and not roll, kidding. Put out mm-hmm. this old flame. These are sincere. He's not kidding. Uh, eat my way to heaven. Um, mm-hmm. There's another song called uh, Fuck Me in My Dumb Face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That one's, sing I, that, that in I, secrets. That one's actually really good. And I've, I've sang it at a bunch of live shows, and I get people to sing along because it's so catchy. Um, good. We're so, going to sing it. In okay. Yeah. Anyway. And also if people want to get in on the, if they want to be in on the, the early tip, I don't know how you say it. If you want to get in early on this, you can follow crystallize app. You can follow oh, no yeah. tip, like in on oh. the early tip. Like, I thought you meant like when little baby animals fight for the, the mama. No, no, no tip T I P. Okay. That's better. Um, that's, I mean, it, well, it works either way. Yeah. Um, so if you want to get in on that early side of things, you can follow at Crystallize app. Um, and you'll, that's and the, it's the eyes, project. And it's eyes, but like eyes like in your Your head. eyeballs. Yeah. Crystallize yeah. app, APP. So um, I'm done with APP. Yeah. You know me. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah. And uh, you can follow us um, at uh, where magic happens on Instagram. Angela does a great job running the social media uh, for us. Uh, we're, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, all those good things. This is where the magic happens dot so um check us out there you can find us there and special thanks to all the patrons um quite frankly i'm 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 a little um i'm not astonished but like it is kind of mind-blowing the uh the the patreon community that has uh grown has uh, i'm astonished it's it's really it's it's been really fun we have fun watching movies with people um uh, the first book club will have been this past weekend Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you listen to this, um, there's also Q and I's there's, there's a Q and A up there right now. Not, there's not a Q and on, there is a Q and A. There could be, there. we could figure out what that is. Well, <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want Q and on in our Patreon. That's that <laughs> conspiracy theory. 
Oh, is that what it is? That's that Trump thing. Um, Oh. You know, where Trump is a secret superhero taking down all of the uh, pedophile cannibals. He's just a big, dumb catalyst. They always look big and dumb. Look how stupid Hitler looks in hindsight. You know, look, I mean, even I'm sure plenty of people thought so what was happening. But they're just catalysts, and they'll be dead soon. Don't yes, but, but anyway, the Patreon. I'll kill them. No, Patreon.com backslash this is where the magic happens. You can find us there. There's uh, different tier levels. And that's where you get secrets, where we're going to talk about secrets right now. So uh, yeah. in the meantime. I got a uh, good one. Oh, you got a good one. And just uh, uh-huh. everybody, don't forget. This shit is real. <laughs>